Welcome to the Jada podcast series. It's a series based on and about the affairs of the heart. And it's going to be focused on our personal experiences over life in regards to those things. Um, and it will be on a range of topics that are dear to our heart, but could also be what's currently public and out there in the media today. Okay. Um, you want to say anything? Okay, so I am um, the partner of the person that's speaking. Um, we will be known as Jada. We will be talking about our personal experiences and how um, life experiences have brought us together. We were together. We had a, a split, um, but that split um, sort of made me realise and understand myself and start asking questions about, you know, what life was really about. And after four years of being apart, we have come to back together again and have a better understanding of each other and knowing what we have, what expectations we have of life um, in the future. Um, looking out, you know, with people around us and knowing whether we have true friends around us or whether we have friends because they who who we believe to be our friends but are really not our friends um, and also to um, just make you realise that there are people out there that want to portray themselves as friends but not really so friends they're more families just to see what they can get out of the relationships that we have between ourselves and kind of the jealousy, really. That's another one, actually. Um, and in relation to that, I could say that we personally had an experience where in the, in the, we were together pretty much 18 years, did you say? And we had what we thought to be quite a good, quite a strong relationship. But in the last sort of two years of that relationship, we started to have difficulty. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I would say that. And it's fair to say that that difficulty was brought on by these so-called frenemies that were, certainly in my case, planting negative um, associations in my head about was my partner the right partner for me? Was he of the right standing? Is she the kind of person I want to marry? Those kind of things. And initially, they didn't have any bearing on me. Didn't Those sort of recriminations didn't really have an effect on me. But towards the last year of the relationship, um, they started to take hold and it turned me inwards and it turned me into a sort of sour person in relation to my view of my partner. Is that fair? That's fair. That's fair to say. Um, would you say that the person that you felt that was your friend was actually not your friend because you knew that we were having issues and instead of, you know, saying, you know, you need to work this out, what can I do to help you? He was always kind of putting negative thoughts into your head, knowing the type of person that you are. Um, and so he didn't want you to have a happy life because that's what he wanted, you know, because this person that we're talking about, 
um, doesn't really know me, and I've never said anything bad about him, but he seemed to see me as a threat. I don't know why. Um, but he just seemed to me like some kind of person who wants to glorify someone else's fortune, you know? Yes, I think that's very true. So um, I just met my, a good friend of mine who said, you're going through a difficult time. Listen, I know that you two, you and your partner, have been really rock solid and strong before. What can I do to get you guys back on an even keel, to get you guys to reconcile you two and to get you in a better place? And I expect a, a, a good friend to sort of understand what they need to say, do, or be able to provide the kind of support that we needed to get us through that rocky period. What actually happened was that they actually exacerbated the problem to the point where we had to split, because it became untenable. That's fair to say. That's fair to say. And I think he's a selfish person because he didn't think about the impact that he's going to have on me as his partner and also, you know, the family that we created. Like, we had a, we had a child together. And so he was just thinking about what he could gain from me not being around because he knew that I was like your focus and in order for him to succeed I was like um we uh, out of the picture? Okay. Yeah, he wanted me out of the picture. I don't know why. Because he knows that we had a very tight relationship, you were very influential. We defer to each other's decisions and viewpoints. We left him on the outside and I guess he did it all happy about that. And he needed to break that kind of connection that we had, I guess. Bringing me to the um, the point where it's not good to have those type of people around you that bring negative energy um, in, in in your relationship. Even though he's on the outside, he still has uh, influence on you because you see him as a good friend, and so you take on board what he says. And you also feel that, you know, whatever he says is for your best interest because you believe that he's a good friend. But really, he has um, an underlying lining. Um, ulterior motive? Ulterior motive. I guess so. Yeah, and I think that, that was borne out because when we, after four years, decided that we really wanted to be back together again, um, he had an opportunity that's for you to work on trying to reconcile us. He didn't do that. But when we did get back together again, he wasn't pleased. He didn't say, I'm, I'm happy for you or well done and good news and so on. In fact, he still tried another attempt at a negative plant of a seed into my head to try to try and kibosh or cover any reconciliation process. Yeah, that is, that is true. Okay. So, so, okay. What we are talking about today is that how do we recognise true friends versus what we call frenemies or people that are, you know, sheep in wolf and sheep clothing? How do we recognise true friends versus someone that wants to exploit the situation? What would you say? I think that if you have a friend and they are a true friend, Regardless of how they feel about your partner, if they really love you as a true friend and they really want you to be happy, 
they will, you know, they will want to... Accentuate the positive parts? Yeah. And in a relationship, focus on the good stuff that will... Yeah, they will encourage you to make a go of it and try what, you know, help you to try to 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 come together with this person um, so that you're happy because if he's a true friend, he would want you to be happy regardless of whether how he feels about that person. It's your true happiness that, 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 that matters. So when you identify these people that are not really friends, that are frenemies, what do you do about them? And how do you then extricate them from your life? Because if they've embedded themselves into your network, into your life, they have connections and friends of friends, should we say. How do you actually execute yourself from this? I think the first thing is to um, know who you're dealing with and that that person isn't on your level and you have to kind of be on their level to know how they're, they're thinking and what they're thinking and um, what they're... The, 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 the kind of next move is so you have to be one step ahead of them and always know um, you know whatever questions they're asking in relation to the relationship that you have with your partner is there's like something underlining it's, so would you say that for a friend to be a true friend of yours they need to be able to accept everything of yours including your partner and yeah, if they don't, then, then there's a conflict of interest, and then, then that it qualifies them from being a true friend. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. Of course. Um, do you feel there's a possibility, a great area where sometimes a friend could have a different opinion that might go against what you think or your partner thinks? Because the real world, is that possible? Or do you think they have to agree with you to be a friend or they're out? They don't have to agree with you, but at the end of the day, if they want you to be happy, they have to just go with it. Um, I think, you know... Some... Have you identified any friends in our network that you call frenemies? Or is it just the one we, I think we're talking about? Oh, no, others are, are shady. I think where, where I'm concerned, where... Um, I don't have those kind of people in my life. And if I feel that, you know, I, I like to help people. You know, I get a lot of joy out of helping other people. But then when you start helping other people, it's like they look at you and think, what can I get from them? So they're, they're users, they're exploiters. Yeah. That's what you're saying. They're not true friends. They're just what they can get out of the relationship. Definitely. And they'll tell you what they think you want to hear, but then their actions speak differently. I always believe that actions speak louder than words. Correct. And so are you saying then that um, judge your friends by what they do for you, not what they say? Yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. So my point of view then, once we identify that there's a rotten... You know, Marco? Marco or a bad influence in the network. How do we go about um, cleaning and clearing that from, from the network? Just mm, being like sort of just kind of having to always watch what they say and knowing that what they say um, they don't actually mean what they say and just kind of 
looking at it from their perspective and thinking, what what can I get out of this situation? How can I how can I try to I don't know to get in there without them finding out or realizing what my ulterior motive is? So trying to be smart, but the the thing is. We need to be smarter than them, and we are smarter than them because, based on their history, they're they're proven not to be um, very capable. Capable and um, they rely on our talents or help or expertise to make them look good. Is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So I guess if you're asking me as partner what you need from me. Because of my network and my friends, what would you say? I think I think you need to to understand me as a person and know that what what your friends say about me, they, they don't really know who I am. You know who I am. I think you're from the inside. So I know what you're yeah, on. and you spend most of your time with me. So you know you have to put things in perspective and think. Well, this person doesn't really know her because they don't really spend enough time with her to know and understand um, the level of thinking that she's on and, you know, how she is and how she treats people. And let's be honest, there's a lot of jealousy out there or people will create rumours and, and negative um, words and associations out there that people might propagate out there. And so people may draw conclusions of, of you based on false information. Yeah. I think that's what you're really saying, aren't you? Definitely. Definitely. Have you felt um, have you felt besmirched by that? I I have, and uh, you know I'm a person that you know through my life I've I've told, um, but you know I've fallen, I've put myself up, bust myself down, and just kind of just carried on. I've never really had anything bad to say about anybody because I believe that you know if you don't have anything good to say about anyone, anyone. You shouldn't say anything at all. Um, but then you've got these people out there that are not on that mindset. They don't really know who they are. And so they don't have a conscience. So they want to pull people down. They, they make them yeah, feel course. better about themselves. Of course. Of course. They don't care about what they say and how it affects other people. Okay. So do you feel... So going back to our time, our first 18 years, do you feel that we had a loving relationship? I feel that we did for the first sort of 16 years. Um, but I felt that because he's had outside, outside influences um, and they not knowing who I was because they don't know who I was because they didn't spend enough time around me to get to know who I was as a person. What it boils down to is them knowing who they are, and they don't know who they are spiritually. Because if they knew who they were, they would have a conscience and they'd know what is right from what is wrong. Um, and so, so they felt they felt better about themselves by 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 undermining your reputation. I think I think if they knew who they were, then they wouldn't. If they had a series of, of values that they operated by, yeah. then they wouldn't go around distracting people's names and doing what yeah. they did, is what you said. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. And also, giving people benefit of the doubt. Things may have happened in their lives for a reason. 
Definitely. Not always negative, but sometimes it's just the way things turned out, as we say. Right? And they need to be able to see this, the other side of things. Like, there's always two sides to a story. There is. All right? There is. And they need to understand both of those sides rather than drawing conclusions on one side only. There is. But when you've got a person who is, like, just all out for themselves and don't care, you know, what they say and what what they say and how it affects the person they talk badly about, you know, it's all about them. Um, it's just not going to end up nice, you know, and I always believe in karma, you know, what goes wrong and comes around, you treat people how you want to be treated, and to me, it, it tells you a lot about that person that they're not happy. And, and they're projecting effectively onto other people, like yeah. this what So I guess what we're saying is that we've got to be, we've got to be vigilant and mindful of people that are in a bad place. Very. Very bad place that are not projecting their negativity and their issues onto us in order to bring us down to make themselves feel better or to put us in the same boat as them, effectively. Oh, and if they're not prepared to, um, you know, look within themselves, then I just think that it's just, it's, it's, it's just, we don't need that, those kind of people in our lives. I really don't believe that we need to have those kind of people in our lives where we have to be looking over our shoulders and thinking, okay, so this person is in our lives, but what is their ulterior motive? I, I, I agree. You know, because they're not true, and you have to sort of think. Well, uh, a, lot of it was, a lot of it was been driven by dentistry because we were seen by many people out there as being a, a well-balanced, happy couple, weren't we? Mm-hmm. And I think people that are not in that space, not in that area with their relationship, feel bad about themselves. Yeah, because they don't have a full understanding of what is what it's like to be happy. They don't they don't have that feeling of knowing what it is to be happy, how it feels to be happy, truly happy. I think once you know within yourself what it takes to be happy. <laughs> Once you get to know who you are, then everything kind of like falls into place. Yeah, so if you strip away the material, the status things, the politics of, of envy, all of those things, yeah. and you become spiritual. Yeah, because all that matters. Then you realise that you become, first of all, your life becomes happier. Yeah. And secondly, you don't do these negative things to other people to unwind it because it's not in the spiritual kind of thing to do that. So by becoming spiritual, you look at what really matters, which is love. Being true to yourself. True to yourself. Love. Connection. Yeah? Support. All of the things that matter in the real, in the real world. All the other stuff around status and materialism and all those things, I had to cause them division, we cannot say. Whereas we came at it from a place of love, then we can share in the joy of other people or we can help them achieve those things. Yeah? Yeah. But it's difficult when you're dealing with people who really don't know who they are and they really don't want to connect with themselves because I think that's really important that you need to connect with yourself and know your values of who you are. So, as your partner, what are you asking of me and what are you saying to me? What do you need? I just need you to be true to yourself and once you're true to yourself, then you can be true to me Um, because you don't owe anybody any explanation but yourself. And when you lie, 
you know that you're lying, so you're lying to yourself. Um, and so, you know, you have to that your conscience, so if you have a conscience, then you know that, you know what is right from what is wrong. And you have to make that decision on what, you know, whether you're going to take, um, the right, make the right decision or make the wrong decision. Um, it's just based on your beliefs and whether you want to have a truly happy life. Because if you want a truly happy life, you have to be true to yourself. Okay? You have to know who you are truly from within and you have to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, then you're just walking around with your your eyes closed, but sort of your eyes open, but you're closed. Um, you're not being true to yourself, and so you're not being true to others, and so you're you're, you're making your life more difficult. Another, 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 yeah. Other behaviors mirror how you behave. Your behaviors mirror what you think, and if you're thinking negative things or not, or not working it, or living it in a congruent and spiritual way, then your behaviors are going to be negative ultimately. Yeah. Okay. And to me personally, I don't think that if I I can't live a very happy life knowing that there's um, I've got people in my circle who are not spiritually aware of their behaviours and what they think and what they say that have an effect on other people alright so what we're saying I guess one of the lessons learned here is that we need to have people of the same mindset and if those people if there are people that are not of that mindset, ilk, then we need to clear them out of our network. Of course. All right. So, so what we're saying in there, in in this case, to end this particular episode, is that be very careful in the choices you make of people you call friends. Yeah. So let them very carefully make sure that they're congruent with the beliefs and value systems that you have. That's where it begins. Okay. That's where it begins with the circle of friends that you you have.